Hey guys, welcome back to the Be More podcast. I'm Brittany. I'm Maria. And for anyone that's watching, I am at my new place. Yeah, you missed the big reveal moment. I know. I, I really thought about uh, waiting until I, until you like till we started recording, but I was like, let me just, I don't care. <laughs> no, and, uh, uh, Maria has so much light around her. It's beautiful. Yeah, I had to close my blind because you wouldn't probably see me, honestly, <laughs> if the it's backlight was uh, intense. So amazing and so wonderful. I'm so excited for you. Thank you. I appreciate it. You can just tell, even like, you can just tell guys, like, Maria's like so much more awake and ready to go because she has all this natural light coming in around her. Yeah, I took a walk this morning. So, like, real, I'm a changed person right now. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I don't know who I am right now. Um, I'm, you know, living alone. It's kind of not, not, I like it. I'm just like, wow, I I have so much time. (laughs) Because no one's interrupting you. Yeah. (laughs) That's cool. So, there's that. Um, Amazing. Yeah. What do you want to talk about? We have so much stuff we are supposed to talk about. Well, because we've had well, can I like can, can can I address the fact that me and our friend Monica went to Brittany's bridal shower? What was that three weekends ago now? Probably two, yeah, three. And the reason why we weren't here, like we didn't do an episode last weekend, is because Brittany was literally off in the woods. Yeah, her living her best life. Yeah, and um, uh-huh. there was a would she rather wait game. I'd like you to know that I did remember that you wanted to do that, and I pulled it. I out. literally have it in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> wait, literally wait, wait, wait. We have to mad about it for a second because i have to touch on i my sure. maid and matron of honor set up this amazing like exactly what i wanted bachelorette weekend guys where i it looks very fun um i when they said what do you want to do i was like i want to go in the woods and be away from everybody else and that's exactly what they set up we went to the poconos we stayed in this tiny little lake house that had a hot tub in the backyard like on this little close-in porch like mm-hmm. two feet from the lake it was a beautiful, wonderful weekend, but here is the issue. So it was so relaxing and so peaceful, and it was only like a day and a half, really, of like yeah, and you got it was just like yeah, a weekend. And I came, I felt great when we came back, but I think that my body, I confused my body because <laughs> I am so like I didn't get enough of that because I am so tired. I. I also like worked and like did life for a solid you know, 48 hours without a lot of sleep in between because that's what right. my normal life is like during my schedule. And yesterday, thank God, I was supposed to dog sit for Maria's sister's dog <laughs> yesterday, guys. Thank God I didn't. I didn't. And my schedule cleared. Yeah. I you need a day? slept. Yeah. Yeah. For I don't even know how many hours. And it was like 630 when I woke up. God. And it's gross and disgusting. And I just, like, my body this morning, like, I went up and started doing all my stuff and, like, seeing some of my clients. And I I really think that I, like, teasered my body at, like, getting a vacation, <laughs> like, on what I really need yeah. as a vacation. Yeah. And now I'm just like, okay, like, you need to go back. Like, you need to do that for, like, a month and not just, like, a day and a half. Well, and are you and Dan taking time off after the wedding? I am not doing anything from the wednesday before to the wednesday after technically but not really um so i have a week off so really i we also just like decided that the sat the monday after the wedding we're gonna go like on a hike up by like where we're getting married so yeah. which will be good but i'm only taking like a couple of days i think that i'm gonna try like in the new year we'll just take a vacation but that was like <laughs> so if i seem super <coughs> space cadetty today while we're talking friends I'm, i apologize um great 
But that's where, I don't know, I just, like, can't. Can't. Okay. And I've been, like, randomly feeling like I need to cry. Like, I feel like I'm going to cry right now. Oh, my God. Are you, like. I don't know what's going on. Not to, like. Are you PMSing? Like. (laughs) I honestly could be. But I don't really. Because I don't really get mine because of the IUD that I have. Which is Ah. great. But Mm -hmm. I just feel a little all over the place. So, anyway. Back to this wishy rather situation. Yeah. So, shout out to Monica again. Me and Monica got real pissed in the back. Uh, Wait. (laughs) No. These two were yelling. Yeah. I was like, this is wrong. Even Sam, even Sam was like, really? Like, I feel like Sam and uh, Alyssa were like, are you serious? My issue with these would she rather situations. (laughs) So let me give you a preface to this. Me and my mom go to like the appointment that we have for my dress having to get like bustled. Like how many buttons they're going to put on my train. Yeah. And um, my mother like wanted so much of this entire occasion to be a surprise and like didn't want to tell me things. So super casually as we're like waiting to leave, she like pulls this out of her guys. This, for those of you who are not like this, is like a booklet. It's like actually games. I I commend um this because like this is very. I'm supposed to get like five pieces of paper. Yeah, it's like this cute little. Well, little I have booklet. a ton of them extra for some reason. If you want oh, okay. the rest of them, why would I um, want? Okay, I don't know. Anybody wants the rest of them? That's fine. <coughs> Hit me up. And she like really nonchalantly like passes this to me and goes fill this out. And yeah. I was like, I'm trying to ask her questions. She's like, no. She's like, just fill this out. So here's the issue for me. So for those of you sure. who can't see what we're talking about, it's like a would she rather game. And it's got a bunch of options. Let's I go one not, by one because I'm mad. Let me, let me tell you this. <laughs> I am not a person who, I don't, I mean, I don't know if this is a good thing. I guess I would say that I like this about myself. I don't think that I'm a very typical person where you're going to, like, unless it's like, certain things that are very obvious for me but like it yeah. very much depends on your mood no i agree it depends on my mood uh, apparently so, your mood whenever i'm around is wrong <laughs> <laughs> well it's not that it's wrong it's just that whatever i was thinking and let me tell you while i'm sitting there trying to fill this out i'm like getting frustrated because i hate having to just pick one thing because i think that there are parts of me that go both ways <laughs> okay <laughs> that, that was a very funny <laughs> statement but i mean that's fine um so I don't I don't really know, but go ahead. Yeah. Please make okay. your peace with this because you're gonna be over. You're, you're gonna be so you got you and Monica were scoffing. Well, me and Monica in the background, in the back table, literally the very back, the farthest from Brittany probably, <laughs> we're just yelling. <laughs> we're like, because we got the first three wrong, and we we're like, are you serious right now? <laughs> it was okay. So the first one is watch a movie or read a book. I picked read a book. So, so and that was you- wrong. And that from from like, everyone that's listening, every other everybody week, else, but everybody else also picked watch a book and got really mad. Watch a book, watch watch a, watch, sorry, watch a, a book, book. <laughs> read a book and got mad when it was watch a movie. But let me tell you where I was when I answered this. I like it really depends. It depends on my mood, guys. Like there yesterday when I woke <laughs> up from sleeping and it was six thirty and I was like, I don't want to do life right now. I a hundred percent wanted to watch a movie. Okay, fair. But if I'm in like a good head, like on a general day, like, I, I, I don't know. I want to do a both. Whole... And I couldn't. And the thing is, and this is what I said to my mother. I, that was the first question. And I said to her, I was like, I want to circle both. And she goes, you can't circle both. Yeah, I was that's like, not well, fair. I don't know. Great. Yeah, the whole room was really thrown off by the and first one. And then you want to know the, the, the other issue, too, is that I was like, well, you 
in my body and soul, I would rather be reading a book, yes. But then I was like, well, you don't always choose. Like, if you choose between the two, you might choose to watch a movie. And then I was like, Brittany, you can't pick read a book and be, like, this fake person that makes it seem like you're always reading a book. But the reality of the, the, like, <laughs> the reality, this is my own detriment, to my own detriment. The truth is, is that over, like, like compared to the most general norms yeah. of people, yeah. you will see me reading more than the average person. And I do choose to read a lot. So read a book is right, but watch a movie is also <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, so yeah, that, that was the first one. Clearly, Which everyone was mad worst. about so it. Obviously, everything just went downhill from here because that was the worst possible first question. And I was like, are you serious? <laughs> and then the second one was wear high heels or wear sneakers. I put sneakers. But also, it's situational because every day when I'm walking around and doing life, I choose to wear my sneakers because they're comfy as hell. But Fair if enough. I'm going out and I want to do something and I want to feel fancy, I'm going to wear heels. Yeah, so me and Monica again were like, "Are you serious?" <laughs> so this is what I said. I told my mother. I was. I said to her that these were the most possible it was questions. Very controversial. Because very controversial in the room. We should have. They should have been right in ones that we could have wrote in. Like, because if it would have been like, "Oh, would Brittany rather like, I don't know, a million things, go to the go beach on. or go to the like?" Well, I guess that kind of comes in here, but not really. But yeah, I don't know. Like, what would she rather eat? Like, those are the kinds of like they should have been filling the blank questions instead of like this or that. I feel like that just would. I don't know. I don't know. Well, anyways. Like, it should have been like a mad, like the Mad Lib on the next page should have been like a fill in the blank about Brittany. Like, you'd ah. most likely find her doing this on a Sunday. Like. I guess. Well. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, oh, sure. Okay, sorry. Keep going. So, you know, me and Monica did not get the first two. I don't think Christina did either. Honestly, I think we were all. I don't think anybody same got the first two, right? <laughs> um, the third one is cook dinner or eat out. I literally put eat out. And she was like, cook dinner. I was like, are you kidding me right now? I would rather cook dinner. Do I always have time to cook dinner? No. Dan cooks dinner. <laughs> Dan cooks dinner. <laughs> and then it's even better. Yeah, so uh, 03. I did get the next one right. I, me and Monica at, at this point was like, if she picks coffee, I'm leaving. <laughs> we were like, I'm leaving. So it was either drink coffee or drink tea. I put tea in. That was right. Thank Guys, God. I start out every morning with a cup of tea. Every yeah. Morning. And coffee doesn't sit right with you, doesn't it? Not at that time and not in the morning. It doesn't. Mm-mm. Yeah. This one I should have known, and I don't know why I picked beach when I knew go camping would have been the right answer. I can't, I can't, I don't know, me and the beach, like, I like the beach, and me and the ocean, I'm all for the <clears> ocean, but I 100% would rather be, like, at a lake or, like, a river or Yeah, a and, like, literally the, the episode before was, like, your tip, your, like, dream home was, like, in the middle of the woods or something, yeah. and I was like, why did I pick beach? So that was my bad. <laughs> But it also, yeah, I, I'm, it's cool. It's whatever. It is what it is. I can't handle sand anymore, so. Fair enough. I don't like the sand. It just freaks me out. Yeah, same. Um, I like what you do at the beach. I like going and laying and relaxing at I the like beach. the boardwalk. I don't want to be on the beach. I don't even like that anymore. I just, like, but, like. For like, five minutes. Do I don't want to be there the, the whole beach, time. Yeah. I want to do at a lake. And oh, I mean, lakes are better lake. than, yeah. No, that's I fair. I go in the water. And all of the activities like that the you water. do in the water, I'd rather do at the lake. Like. Going kayaking, going paddle boarding, mm-hmm. doing like the little paddle boats, and like uh, I don't yeah, go I don't... so surfing or do any of that stuff in the ocean. No. So, yeah, camping. So that was my fault. I picked the wrong one for some reason. Own a dog or a cat? I picked cat. And then again, same thing with Monica. If if this was wrong, I would have left here too. <laughs> no, then I would have definitely been like, guys, I'm lying. Yeah. yeah. So own a cat. Um, live in the city or live in the country? I put live in the country. So that was right. And a lot of people were wrong very surprised. surprised by that i was very um, very surprised that people were surprised 
I'm very open about it's taken some time, but I'm very mm-hmm. I've gotten to be very open about my dislike of like very populated areas. Yeah, no, that's fair. Um which bleeds into like the next one go out or stay in. I put stay in. And a lot of people a lot of people are like n- mad about these next like two. Like these three, these like three Because a lot of people this is the thing. So well, they don't know you now probably. <laughs> so many people let's let's be real right with covid have i've had the biggest the biggest transformation and i don't want to say maturing because i feel like that word doesn't like necessarily hit it but like mm-hmm. i've had the biggest self realizations over the past 5 years and mm-hmm. the reality of what's happened with covid versus like what's been going on in my life with my in my, in my life with my dad like people mm-hmm. People sometimes see you in very specific settings and they might not know you that way. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the, the things that I would choose to do on a daily option versus the person that you see out in the world. Right. Right. So, yeah, the whole room uh, yeah, there was some freaked out. Yeah. Um, especially with the, I think, stay up late or get up early. I was like, all right, this is easy. It's get up early. But then a lot of people on other tables were like, are you serious? And I was like, yeah, this one knocks out at like 10 p.m. Like, but that's, and that's the thing too, right? A lot of, a lot of people have back, you know, five or six years ago Mm -hmm. when we were in our early twenties, I was out. Like I was happy to be out and doing stuff. And I will tell you too that like, Dan is a night person. So if I ever have to go out and do stuff with Dan, like I'll be out and I'm fine with that. But like, if mm-hmm. I get to really choose what I want to do, I'm getting up early. Yeah. So. so that I got those three right. Mm-hmm. Um, to no surprise on my part, a lot of surprises on the other people's parts. Yeah, but you know me in a way that a lot of people don't see me. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Exactly. So. Um. The next one I got wrong. It it was wear her hair up or down. I put up probably because like just practicality but th- right this is life guys <laughs> this is where it gets hard and i told my mother i was like none of like these are both right and both wrong because if and I'm your mom gonna... was probably having a fit with you she was probably yeah, she was Brittany, come ha- on now she was yeah. not happy that this game was played and that i made it as difficult as i made it for everybody but I'm it was the a... first game that was played too guys i'm a <laughs> complicated like people are complicated and i'm well aware of the fact that i'm complicated it's not that easy to know i don't I, and i i think it's good that i'm this game just proves that i'm not a predictable person <coughs> which means goals right there but like if i'm going to work or i have to do something my hair's up yeah like if i have to like like boss shit my hair goes up and if mm-hmm. i like if i want to go out and i want to like my hair is down yeah so i, got I wear that my hair as an accessory otherwise like okay otherwise it's down yeah, so um, the next one is eat chocolate or eat candy. I put chocolate. I just had a hunch. Yeah. So I that was like, right. I'm not, you're never going to see. Me and Dan are opposite in this delay, which is great when, like, uh, when Halloween <laughs> comes around. Because yeah. he eats all of the, like, the gummy worms and the jelly things. And mm. like, he loves all of that. And, like, I'm like, okay, give me all the chocolate. Okay, fair. I'm a chocolate, chocolate person. Don't and then the best kind of chocolate. I agree. Um, and then the last one was watch a horror movie or a comedy. I put comedy. No one in the room should have gotten that one wrong. That one is like the most predictable one. Of, I'm very outright about my disdain for scary things. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. But I, I, yeah, I feel like no one had an issue with that one. So yeah, out of the two, six, eight, ten, twelve, I got seven right, which isn't bad. No, but as I, I said, like I said, I don't think that 
these are not options that are all like very evident. I feel like I am more complicated than this. I think it's just a good thing than this piece of paper is. Yeah. <laughs> you know all. what this tells you? That I'm not basic. That's what this tells you. Yeah. Well, yeah. Not a basic it, thing. Sure. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, that was my one piece of, I don't know, or one topic I wanted to go over because this wasn't. Maria was mad and Monica was mad. So Monica, Ma- when you me go and Monica back were and listen, pissed. When you go back and listen to this, I hope that this justifies everything. And I tried to, I tried to explain to everybody like <laughs> it's, and it's, I don't think it's my indecisiveness. I really do. I like, I, it depends on my mood. It depends yeah. on my mood guys. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, otherwise it was great. I, I like that venue. Your mom was oh, adorable. She is very cute and she's enjoy. like, I'm just, I'm so happy that she's enjoying the process. Like Dan and I, yeah. we had so much stuff to do this week. We went to visit our florist and um, we went to go get like our, our wedding bands and my mom came to all those things. And I think I, I'm just happy that she's like so excited and yeah. Um, That's all you can ask for. Yeah. I got a good mama. Yeah. Um, anything else i can't think of anything there was the other thing moving. that we were going to talk about um what that were i texted you, Did you see oh that, yeah that yeah, thirty thousand. Yeah. T- so yeah oh my god let me scroll um i i love where you're so not gonna have like time to have a full-on conversation about this um so i've been listening i'm a a really 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 big fan of Brene brown Yes. Um, Correct. If you guys aren't um, familiar with her. She. Uh, I don't know if people can see this, but literally. Guys, I sent her. A, this is me doing text speech while I'm driving to work to school in the morning. Oh, this these was text speech. These are the existential crises that I have four. when I'm driving <laughs> to work at six twenty in the morning before I go teach a bunch of students. So. Oh damn! It was that early. Yeah. Holy it was shit. That early. Okay, um, go ahead. Sorry. So. For those of you who don't know who Brene Brown is, um, the way that she like emerged into the world of like pop culture world really was she did a TED talk about shame and it became like one of those like writey like they draw the dry erase writing mm-hmm. stories whatever. Um, yeah. She's a shame and vulnerability researcher, <laughs> which is like <laughs> two of my biggest issues. So when I first started working, well, trying to understand myself better. She was one of the first people that I came across, and her book, Daring Greatly, that I literally talk about all the all the freaking time, um, was one of the first books that I read about like that topic. And she's read a bunch of other books, and I've listened to a lot of them. And mm-hmm. she started in 2020. She started a podcast called Unlocking Us. I didn't know she had a podcast. Oh my god, it's amazing. Okay, cool, cool. Um, Good to know. And one of the I listened to it. My drive in the morning, I need something to – I really used to, like, listening to, like, morning shows and things like that. Um, but I found that if I, like, listen to something that's a little bit more, like, on a deeper level, it, like, mm-hmm. keeps me calmer throughout the day, I guess. Okay. I don't know. If I tap into that part of my brain earlier on, like, I can – You don't have to deal with it later on? Yeah, and I guess – and I feel – I noticed the days that I've been doing – and listening to this podcast specifically, I feel better, which is – You probably feel more fulfilled. I have, like, cathartic moments, like the mm-hmm. one I had when I was texting you. Um, yeah. So, I don't remember anything that I said in any of the oh messages because that was, like, three weeks ago, and I've listened to a million more episodes <laughs> since then. Um, the first thing I'd like everyone to know is that I wrote, there is no need to respond to this text. I and I am glad that literally I feel like all my close friends – are that way when they text me before 9 30 in the morning <laughs> yeah. 
literally the question though is do you remember the first time we recorded an episode i'm assuming yeah. that says an episode not in episode and the whole process yes. of us going through wanting to do this yeah yes so okay, um, what do you remember about it do i remember i think we just did it i had no thoughts <laughs> honestly because i just felt like you wanted to do it for so long i was like all right you just tell me when i hit record I yeah. had no qualms, honestly. We talked about like first time experiences because we talked about it a little bit when yeah. we talked about our episode. I don't know what number episode it was, but we talked about like driving. I don't remember. Um, yeah, but the so the podcast that I was listening to was called, about FFTs and what she deems FFTs is like fucking first oh. times. I was like, what the fuck is an FFT? FFTs are yeah. this is literally the first episode of the podcast that I listened to. So it's like she calls them FFTs. They're fucking first times. Um. She was talking about how, like, when people, when we experience first-time things for a while, we become, like, very vulnerable and unsure, and it can, like, mess with us emotionally. Mm-hmm. And I had this realization, even though it's exciting, I had this realization that, like, the way that my life works and the way that my schedules work, I'm in similar settings a lot of the times, but it's always on, like, here's a perfect example, right? I'm starting a new, I'm starting a new show. Right. I'm mm-hmm. going to work on a new show. I have new shows to work on. Yeah. I have new clients. I have new workshops. I have all these new things that I'm going to be doing. Right. And this mm-hmm. is like the cycle of my life. I'm always working on a new thing every year. Yeah. And that puts me in an, a fucking first time experience every time. Constantly. Like I mm-hmm. constantly am going through these first time experiences. Mm-hmm. And when you do that, being in like those like uncertain, I, this is what I wrote down, guys, because I'm not even going to try to uh blah 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 this morning i'm thinking a lot about the first time things and being a new being a new experiences and my connection to them and i'm connecting it to my understanding of expectations so like when you go into something new and you have expectations for it it can be like a very (laughs) anxiety inducing thing Mm -hmm. um thinking about how i respond and i'm realizing that my life is full of first time experiences when i'm constantly changing what i'm doing and going through seasons of different activities that i do but first time experiences is a trigger for me because it kickstarts my anxiety. Yeah, because you don't know what, what that, you're getting into. It It makes yeah. me a little unstable and uncomfortable. And mm-hmm. I constantly do that to myself. Which is not a good thing. <laughs> so, and then here, wait, we're doing this more, ready? Yeah, then I feel are. excited about the new experiences and set expectations, but I can be unrealistic and end up just getting angry and frustrated when I don't meet those, reali- those unrealistic expectations. So, I wanted to discuss first-time experiences and being able to cope with them and setting realistic expectations on the journey <laughs> that I'm going through in doing that, along with getting all of the perspective on first-time experiences and new things and our emotional response to them and how we cope with them. This is me at 6.30 in the morning. Literally, I ha- I'm not I'm conscious a, yet. I'm literally not I'm even conscious. I'm a morning person because one other time, one other, this is why I do what I do in my, in my morning drives and I listen to this deeper stuff because what other time of my day do I have to do this? I, I mean, granted, I'm a night person, so mine is 1 a.m. So I, I get it. But my brain, I can't be on for that time. Well, like, no, I either the both of us doing like, this like this is not healthy. <laughs> 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 no. The first thing and the last thing at night or like, you know, the first thing in the morning. Last no. thing, yeah, probably not. So the I, best was, like, I was going through all of this and the podcast <clears throat> was talking about like how we cope with first time experiences and our expectations. And I was like, no wonder why I'm always angry like this is why well, because i went down the path that i went through in my life where i was always anxious and it led me to yeah. depression like this is why like it was because well, people need a routine right like i mean i feel like we're such like routine species or animals or whatever that like if you throw yourself off of a routine like your body did 
like when you went camping like it's gonna it's gonna throw you into a loop it does and it's the hard it's mm-hmm. this hard thing like i i need to make myself more comfortable at being in a state of just being where i am but i feel like you're just so like <laughs> you're not satisfied <laughs> You're just, that's why it's just like <laughs> and it's so dangerous this is which like is the, yeah. the overachiever and it's not even i don't even want to say like an overachiever because then it makes me no, I, I think you're just like not a, satisfied a better than like <laughs> and i don't think that at all it's just i have so much like energy and passion for life that yeah. i feel like if i'm not doing something i'm missing out on that have and you ever taken a vacation <laughs> well there is so you're gonna laugh so i was working with my um with one of the people that i work with for my business and like we're getting into like working together in the new year and she made me fill out this like form she's like all right let's see where you are and like and she was like when was the last time you took a vacation like, in the last year how many days off have you had and i filled it out right after we went on the bachelorette weekend and i was like i'm pretty sure the last three days were the first active like three days off that i've had because the way that my life works is like i might have like today I have the rest of the day after we're done and it's only like one o'clock right now, guys, but I saw clients this morning. So like, but like you're still working. I know. So it doesn't, it doesn't count. As it like doesn't count. Yeah. It doesn't count. Which I don't I'm think you know how to do that, which is unhealthy. I don't think I know how to do that either. Which bleeds and into the whole first, you know, experience. We're thing. unpacking everything. I hope this is relatable <laughs> to some of you and that you, I don't just come off like a complete psychopath. But anyway, here's the next thing that I said to Maria. Oh yeah. We all experience new things all the time. And it's a huge part of the way we need to grow in life because if we're not growing we're dying being able and this is a this is a thing too i think that i'm i've become so attached to i want to make the most of this life and i want to develop myself that that growth mindset you always have to be in a place that's constantly slightly uncomfortable if you're going to grow which is also dangerous because i'm like excessively doing it anyway Um, being able to successfully walk through life and those new experiences requires us to acknowledge the emotions that we're feeling in those moments and to cope with them properly. Something we all don't know how to do well enough. My hand is raised. And because we're all, (laughs) we're all experienced, we're all experiences all the time. We need to normalize the scare. It it says ship. We need to (laughs) normalize the scariest shit we feel when we're doing something new. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. That part was just like the aha moment and like the i used to walk into situations and teaching was a perfect experience with this i used to walk into situations and be like i know what i'm doing and on the inside my little monster is like oh my god yeah it's like terrifying i very openly walk into new experiences like i don't know what the fuck i'm doing but we're gonna try the best we can um yeah which is you know a healthier way of coping right if you will talk about that well yeah i mean honestly adulting no one knows what the hell they're doing I don't know. I, I mean, like, you know, movies, TV shows, and whatnot, like, deem adulting very easy once you get into a routine. It's very hard. So, no one knows what the hell they're doing. The anxiety that I get into, like, everything, every type of experience that I've ever had where it's turned out to be, like, a confrontation or yeah. a negative experience or something to that extent is first triggered by I'm feeling something that I don't normally feel, right? This is some type of new emotional experience. And I don't know how to cope with the feelings or name the feelings or address the feelings that I'm having to, like, survive, right, that fight or flight. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to turn my anxi- anxiety up all the way and get super defensive and not address it so that I can survive this moment. Mm-hmm. And every possible moment where I feel like 
ugh about it afterwards. I feel like shit about it afterwards stems from my anxiety. And because that's my initial response to the situation is to feel anxious. And I've been thinking about it with like any of like the conflicts that like Dan, like the arguments Mm -hmm. or like like disagreements that Dan and I get into. We both get anxious, but we respond to it in different ways. Yeah, that's, uh, I'm sure. And then that is what, it's not the issue anymore. It's the anxiety becomes the issue and not enough of us are taught like how to deal with anxiety or not even that to just recognize that it's anxiety. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, any negative, um, emotion or whatever isn't really taught how to you know no, we don't get taught how to deal most with most of the emotions anything that <coughs> follows is anxiety first so much of the time it's like your For, body I processing mean, it yeah yeah i mean like i feel like we as mentally unstable people feel it <laughs> worse than like the mentally stable people but yeah they get anxious but like i, don't, I, I think that they just think that that's normal that that amount of ang- anxiety is probably normal we just go the 10th degree yeah I like I don't believe that there's anything I don't I no longer believe that there's such a thing as an emotionally stable person. No, I mean no, it's very rare if there are people but I mean the only type yeah. of person who could be emotionally stable all the time is somebody who's never in a situation where they're doing something new and growing. Cis hetero male white, sorry, cis hetero white males. <laughs> I I don't know nothing to say to that. <laughs> um <laughs> but I like, but yeah, and then that's when the ego develops uncontrollably because there's no anxiety or anything that will reel it back in. Mm-hmm. It's like a god complex at that point. That's so sad. Um, but the next thing that I wrote, <laughs> the last part that I wrote, I'm sure there was so much more to this that I wanted to say, but like I said, I'm not like yeah. attached to the feels of it anymore. Um, okay. So this will be relevant for you. So I said, I think that we can also relate this topic to conversations we've had about taking in. T- yeah, I don't know what that word is. Taking into contact. I don't know about what our relationship with television, right? Like, no, it's definitely new content, taking in new content with TV. And like, the, that's what that uh, word was. <laughs> I'm guessing. I don't know. The meaning, uh, where meaning, the meaning probably. Where meaning, yeah, yeah. Okay. So the lack of safety we can feel and the instability of having a new experience. And when that discomfort and lack of safety is strong enough, it can stop us from even wanting to experience something new and completely safe, like watching TV. Oh yeah. That's, that's very common in people that have uh anxiety is that i mean i guess i do it all the time which is, why, is why i why I brought it up <coughs> and I like know if that- you're if you're not willing to or if you if your brain doesn't have the capacity to to um house new information or even have new feelings about a new show you're not i can't physically start a new show or even continue schitt's creek i've been it, trying to finish schitt's oh, creek rough. for like months <laughs> Because, like, I just can't physically attach myself to a new uh, set of characters. So, it just goes <laughs> to show you how how minute the impact is and how disgusting of a jump anxiety can take you, right? Like, so oh, yeah, 100%. Rephrasing the nonsense that I texted is, like, so if you're a person who feels so much anxiety stepping into a new situation, right, in a new real-life experience, that if it gets to the point where that – because – you feel unsafe because there's a lack of security, right? There's a lack mm-hmm. of knowing what's going on. There's like triggers for your anxiety. When you start to feel that, you need something to hold on to, right? And then yeah. you, instead of being able to cope with the new feelings, and when that, you get so good at doing that, you can start to like unconsciously limit yourself from completely safe experiences that are new because you've 
are afraid of having to cope with things like cope with that transition. Something yeah. like watching a TV and taking in a new show and addressing new content is terrifying to me right now with new characters can <laughs> feel unsafe. Yeah, a hundred percent. That is just what? textbooks that, that anxiety disorder. It's just mind. textbooks anxiety disorder. <laughs> and it's it's so many things that we uh huh. These are minor tri- like these are minor signs and triggers like that and it's happen like in our life every single day and we talk mm-hmm. so much more i'll say we talk so much more about like anxiety and like the physical signs of it i know that like in s- the schools that i've worked in before there have been workshops and things talking to kids about like what it feels like when you get anxious but mm-hmm. what we're not addressing is the what's going on behind why you're getting anxious and why these episodes are developing. Like, right. you shouldn't just be dealing with what happens on the other side of the hill once you get to the top and you're having an anxiety attack. You should be dealing with the fact that you're getting up there because you're feeling things that you don't know how to cope with. Yeah, healthily. And, right. And that's what's triggering you to go into like that living in anxiety. And right. It's funny because I feel like I've mentioned this before on the podcast, but I was listening to, I feel like something else that was probably Brene Brown. Probably um, at this point. <laughs> and they were talking about how out of, there are like thousands of emotions mm-hmm. um, that we feel. But as humans, most adults only know how to express like four or five of them. That makes sense. So like the gamut is like this big and we're functioning at like 3%. Yeah, and it's yeah. It's funny because you remember that movie that came out with um, Scarlett Johansson about her, like, saying how she was able to access more than, like, 10% of her mental capacity? Oh, yeah. God, I don't remember what it's called, but I I know of that movie. I've never watched it. Like, there's a, I don't remember what this is called, but there's, like, a theory to it. And it's not about us being able to, like, that 10% that we're accessing and what we're missing in the 100% doesn't necessarily have anything to do with, like, our, like, physical mental capabilities or, Mm -hmm. like, it has everything to do with our emotional intelligence. Right. Like we're missing all of that in our emotional intelligence. And the reason, guys, and I'll sum up with this. The reason why I love Brene Brown and her vulnerability research is that there's a quote that she, oh, my gosh, I have to share this with you. There's a quote that she has <laughs> um, that I listened to, and it literally just took my entire breath away. Ready? Sure. So. The you have it on hand? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. The most courageous <laughs> among us will be brokenhearted because they have the courage to love. The most engaged among us will know disappointment because they have the courage to care. And the most creative and innovative among us will fail because they have the courage to try. Like what the like the most human among the people who choose to be human, the people to, who choose to live the most. Yeah are the people who experience the highest of highs and the lowest of lows. Mm -hmm. But, like, what's the point otherwise? You know, that uh, reminds me. So there's a quote from Maya Angelou that I saw. What? So when I went to therapy, it was, like, the first thing I saw. So when I went to therapy, I went in person pre-COVID, and every room was, like, a different author. That's and they cool. brought me to like the Maya Angelou room and it was like her butterfly quote. Hold on, let me just Google it real quick. I don't remember it off the top of my head either, but I know exactly what you're talking about. And it, it just like, it's like very similar. It's like, oh, here it is. 
We delight in the beauty of the butterfly, but rarely admit the changes it has gone through to achieve that beauty. And we talked about this in a previous episode when I talked about the butterfly, like what really happens to a butterfly when it's in its chrysalis and how it literally <laughs> becomes like molten goo. Uh, yeah. Right. Like. Yeah. But like in, in a similar sense, it's like, I don't know, people just go through like all this like changes that you don't see period right and then you don't even talk about it but then all of a sudden you're having like anxiety disorders from all these changes that you can't even cope with right that's my healthily that's my issue with humans these days is that we try so hard to protect ourselves from the things that we see as weaknesses right (coughs) we say that feeling things is a weakness so we try to protect ourselves from it and instead of protecting ourselves from it the way that you protect yourself from it is by actually learning how to fucking cope with those emotions we mad about it (laughs) i am mad about it instead of doing that we try to brush them under the rug and don't realize how those monsters get bigger and how we're actually well literally attacking ourselves by trying to cover things up in a way that's much more damaging than if we would just actually address the issues and cope with them that whole thing that is that is how covid is covid that is how our country is the like, I don't even know what word to put in there. It is so <laughs> frustrating having a sense of awareness. And this is why I'm exhausted, friends. I wish that I was a person who yeah. was capable of putting, a, like, a shield on stopping my, em- like, like, my empathy. And, like, my – I wish I didn't know any better. I wish I was ignorant. I really, really wish I was ignorant. I wish I was emotionally ignorant. I wish I lacked intelligence and the capability of being aware of myself and other people, but I don't. And it fucking sucks. So again, it's uh, hard. So, so again, you want to be a cishet or a white male in, in upper For middle real. class, upper middle class cishet or a white male. It's it's hard. It's going back to just like your first experience situation, that whole like anxiety inducing thing. I just feel like a very simple way to be like, healthily cope with things if you're dealing with any of this is like to have a routine <laughs> like a stable but then, routine but think about that though right if you if you have a consistent routine and yeah you're not bringing any change into your life then where's your growth i'm not saying that you have to like i'm not like i have a routine you're talking uh, it's about a like very a convoluted physical, yes like, just yeah like here's my hours of work not a 10 to 6 it doesn't matter if i'm working my job or if it's this like here's here's work and then afterwards here's like you know my like a personal time and then my sleep you know it's, it's very just like i'm not saying you have to work on like i'm not saying don't grow i'm just saying like you need to have like your body needs to have some sort of routine or else it's going to be like what the fuck are you doing yeah no, I yeah. get what you're saying. And I think that's where we get lost, right? We get lost in the fact of, like, having a routine is not just I'm not this is yeah. my scheduled time for work and this is my scheduled time for life because then it's still not – we need to fill in that more because people yeah. don't actively fill in those two very large circles and then they blink and 40 years later and they're like, oh, my God, I've been doing the exact same thing for the past 40 years of my life. But also, what if they're just happy doing the same – thing for 40 years you're ago. allowed to be happy doing i mean go yeah. for it you're allowed to be happy doing that but i just I'm feel like you from, are not happy well, I'm doing that from my perspective and i am happy being this job <laughs> oh I, that's what i was like i have a bunch that. of like, friends no no, no here's, here's the thing here's here's the thing i have a bunch of friends that like move job to job which is very common i couldn't <laughs> do that either though 
I, me too. I can't. Uh, I, I'm one of those it's that are stressful. like four lifers because it's very stressful for me to just change up and change and be in a, a new environment. Like moving was a big thing because like it took me years to finally be like, all right, I'll just go whatever. Um, so I'm coping with this, which is why I can't. I physically am watching Harry Potter every night because I physically can't take on new information. I am the we are so opposite in a way because I love new things. Yeah. So, right. Like, so there are people that change and have no, no qualms of changing like their environments and like growing in that way. But I find fulfillment and growth within the similar situations I've been doing, you know? So, I mean, yeah, exactly. So like, I, (laughs) there are, there are things in your routine that you can change minutely that will enable you to grow. Um, but I just feel like as humans, I feel like we just need routines, which is what I learned in therapy. Apparently is what we need. I get that. I get that. That was a big part of something like that was a big part of it for me too, in having a routine, but I have, there are certain things in my routine that are sacred routines to me. And then there are other Mm -hmm. things that I have to be more flexible with. It makes me so frustrated because I, I don't think that we, and the reason why I get so like angsty about this is because we don't realize like it's just so sad that we don't realize how we're killing ourselves and then I see it in (laughs) like 10 and 11 year olds how they're already anxious beings the anxiety things that I was dealing with as an early 20 year old like they're decades younger and are already taking on and don't know how to deal with it and yeah I mean uh the the human race isn't looking too pretty watching (laughs) there is nothing more dismantling of you as a being than watching like anyone anyone ever but especially like a child you know who that experience like a panic attack oh i mean yeah it's not paralyzation from the and this is disgusting right the thoughts in your head can paralyze you oh all the time (laughs) And like the people that know me, yeah, all the time. Child go through that experience to where it physically manifests in their body is painful mm-hmm. in a way that I I just it disrupts you as a person. It really it's does. just a byproduct of like how kids are raised now. But this is why I get mad because nothing's changing. And then I'm being expected to bring a child into this. <laughs> but also it, 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 it sucks that uh, I, it could just be a country thing like America. Oh, America's is. children. I mean, yeah, I, I agree. It, it is. But it's the, the internet has really just broken us, unfortunately. Um, especially social media, which is why I'm off of instagram i'm only on maybe like once a week because like i just can't physically do it that's also a thing that like with anxiety inducing things like you have to train yourself to figure out what your triggers are and then if, if it's a social media you have to figure out yeah like so and it's like you know like i don't not like instagram has been a like a big thing of my life but like it is one of these random minute triggers just like starting a new tv show you know that like I have to like notice um that that's not good for me health health wise and like with like kids though like they're they're they don't know period 
it's so funny because my supervisor made a comment about how like um to all of our like students was saying how like I was like I have a growing disdain for social media oh yeah me too the place the place that it has and the way that we use it are so, so disconnected far from one another yeah um and he went on like a little rant with the kids about like how we should use them and all of this stuff but I agree and I think that's why one of the biggest things that's pulling me to shift to like I want to be out in nature I want to go camping I mm-hmm. want to go hiking I want to do all of this in such a strong way is that the last year we've had to rely on technology and I don't I'm at a point now where I do not want to look at my phone or my computer and it's bad because I first of all you can't run a business like that and I'm getting to a point where I am I am getting so technologically strung out and and mind you I spent yeah. my entire summer not really having to look at technology thank the lord yeah um, yeah but I I'm hitting a point where I feel like I literally can't do it anymore. Like I Technology? feel myself, I feel myself getting yeah, to so that then. point. This is all, guys. These are all signs that like I need a vacation. And when I say yeah, I need you're a vacation, so burnt out. I need <laughs> you need, I need a... to like go on like an eat, pray, love situation just to make it like realistic for like real relative <laughs> to people. And it's not even like a burnout situation, but this I have this feeling inside. It is of a burnout me situation. Spoiler alert. But it's not, I like even when I do I like the three days that I didn't really have to look at technology were amazing. And when I came back to it, I wasn't like, yeah, like I can do this. It's fine. I yeah. still because you're burnt out. Okay, maybe it is a burnout situation. But over the last like five years, I've had this growing like. I don't even know how to explain it inside of me that tells me like I I if a flushing toilet and a light bulb were the only working technology <laughs> in the space that I lived in I would be happy. Uh, so you need to go camping. I need to go I I think you just need a vacation. I don't I uh, I, I just think you need to go fly somewhere. <laughs> uh. I just I just feel like my only concern though is if I really take the time to get adapted to a life where like I go away for a week and I really don't have anything. Mm-hmm. If I get adapted to that, I'm never gonna come back to this. This is how you guys. This is how we know that I was born in the wrong decade. I don't want to live with technology. If I could say that I don't need to like, get an assistant, I'm not gonna be on my phone for a whole like a get whole an week, intern. Get I would be the happiest. And that's the thing, too, right? Everybody's always like, oh, well, then how do you connect to everybody? If I don't see Phone you call. and you're not in my vicinity, Text. Or we can't. No, no. Like, literally, though, that would be the bad thing, though. Like, yeah. I would lose contact with everybody. Because oh, right? how else would I do that? If people were not in my vicinity, I wouldn't have them, and that would be bad. But I don't want to continue on with what's going to happen <laughs> in the way that we use technology. I just don't. I really, really don't. And it's bad. So it's then get off bad. of the internet. But I can't because I have businesses. It's see like it doesn't just go on when you need to do stuff and log off and turn off your phone afterwards. And that's what I'm starting to do. Okay. And if someone needs to get in contact with you, everyone knows where Dan is. Like online. Like Oh yeah. Well that's why I never the, everybody gets mad at me <laughs> and Maria literally just yelled at me not too long ago about this. It's like that's why I don't my phone is not on at night, guys. Like don't try to call me. If there's a major emergency, like you know where I live. Think about back in the olden days when no one had phones. 
What like, did you do? Call shit them. happened. Yeah. Shit happened. You found out about it. Like something happens, you know where I am. You know how to get in touch with me. You call Dan if you need to. Yeah. And I. Could you imagine what I would be like if my phone was on all night long? Um, I don't know. What and would like, you be like? Ang- I, I anxious. Would, I would be anxious. The whole time. The whole night. Okay. Well. Well, at least you figured that out and you turned it off. <laughs> so the moral of this entire conversation is that Brittany really so needs then, to go on vacation. But I you have, need to go on vacation. I have a month. You right now, everyone, you are listening to and witnessing what COVID has done, like to one person. <laughs> so imagine an entire world full of people like this right now. Um, but once we get married, it'll be because that's one less stressor on you anyway, right? The whole wedding process. It's a rope, everybody. And then my mother had the godforsaken nerve to me the other day to go. Go into all these meetings. She goes, yeah, I would just elope. I. Isn't that what you want to do? <laughs> I would. I, I, I'm. Uh, I, I could feel like the blood pump like very yeah. deep in my chest just now. But that's your mother's humor. <laughs> So Brittany needs vacation, okay. and I need the 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 uh, the uh, energy to start a new TV show. So here's and what's gonna happen: Brittany's gonna take none of her technology, and she's just gonna escape from Maria's house. And because you just yeah, moved, no one's gonna know where I am. Yeah, you can come over, and I'll watch new TV, and you can. <laughs> I I will not be. <laughs> I'll be in my room while you watch new TV. Uh... It's funny though because like, and it's not for me, right? Because some people, it's like straight up no new TV, no new movies, no new shows, whatever. For me, it's like, for some reason, sitcoms. I can't fucking physically finish Shit's Creek, but I will watch a new murder documentary. Like a true crime thing. <laughs> or like a new movie. Weird. I can't physically do it. It's like these, like, it's like the, um, the feel-good, like, characters I just can't fucking deal with. But they're not. Oh, you would... Creek is full of like sarcastic. Oh, it's, it's, it's funny. I can't do it. I don't understand you. Mm-hmm. That's like <laughs> but I'll I watch am. like someone get murdered and like the investigation upon it. Like so. Thirty Rock has been saving my life the last. Couple it's back years. on Netflix. I saw. I know. I, I, I have watched a few, like a few seasons. I haven't watched, finished it. So. Um, like sitcoms and funny haha things that are like escapist are my favorite things to put on tv when i'm like this anime or true crime or like harry potter i put on goblet of fire i'm instantly just like okay <laughs> yeah i can't do that because there's so much there's talk about like emotional things you have to attach to and then yeah. you have to follow the storyline like oh yeah well you know <laughs> i just people we're weird people are so weird yep the best part so wait, let me tell you how much i loved um Sam and Alyssa. So the literally the best part of our, <laughs> oh our time away is we're like sitting outside. We're about to play Django. We're drinking some wine, and I don't even know what we were talking about. I'm never going to forget this moment if either of you listen to this. Um, we're talking about something, and they both kind of look at each other and they look back at me, and I'm like, "What?" And they're <laughs> like, "Yeah, we know, because you don't know how to say no." <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like what and like i was just like in a moment like because these are people i've literally known me my whole life like they're Mm -hmm. they are my family like maria is my family and i was just like what are you talking like 
what do you mean I don't know how to say no? And they were like, well, that's why you like you have the craziest schedule in the world if you don't say no to people. Yeah. I mean, look, we can say this all we want, but you need the realization that that's what's happening and then no, you and can I'm, figure it out. Deal. I'm fully aware of that. I'm fully aware of that. And this is the problem with me being like a person, a, like a, ser- a person in service to others. Because the work that I do is literally about me being in service to others. And if I feel like I let that, if I let that person down or I'm not there for them, I give myself guilt. But it's bullshit because I don't give myself guilt about not giving myself time. But I give myself guilt about not giving my time to other people. So anyway, we're sitting there and we're having this conversation. I'm, I'm justifying <laughs> it to the best way that I possibly can. And they're like, bullshit. <laughs> and they were like, but this is, this is why. Like, this is why. And I yeah. was like, okay. It's an intervention. They went, they went over there with just you for an intervention. <laughs> well, I mean, my parting advice is... Uh, they probably don't feel guilty or they probably don't, I mean, not guilty. They probably don't feel bad that you don't have time for them. Oh no, no, they get it. They're yeah. So then that's just something that you have to figure out. They're good. They understand the people who like stay around or anybody who's ever felt some other way about me being like too busy. Yeah. Me saying something about being busy or like not understanding. They don't stick around because they feel they relate the worth of what I invest in our relationship on the amount of time that I give them. Right. Right. Like that. I, it's funny because I, as a person value time greatly, which is Is your, like, is your uh, love language, quality time language is like quality time. Um, but those quality times can be far and few in between, but like, I, I don't need constant, attention and affirmation of our relationship that's not the kind of person i am gotcha and if i'm the worst kind if anybody that i'm friends with feels that way right then that just doesn't go on for long (laughs) i because i value time right and then think about it right yeah i am a service person so people pay for my time so when i value time and quality time the way that i do and then people are paying for my time i put a lot of value on that Okay. No, that's fair. I put them before me, which is not good either, friends. (laughs) You need some healthy balance there. So, but it was just a funny moment. We were having such a good time, and they just like dropped that on me, and I was like, "Oh my, okay." (laughs) I guess we're dealing with this right now. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) It's you know you'll figure it out. Um, but said something to my kids. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, you'll figure it out. But also, like, uh, you can't keep doing your first time situations all the no, time. No, I can't. I that's and that's why I'm doing the work that I'm doing to try to like address it right now. I was talking to my all my high school seniors came in and we were like talking about like what are we gonna do and what's your future like and some of them were like, I have no idea and I was like, guys, I have no idea. Like <laughs> no, you don't have to know anything. Yeah, you don't have to know anything. Like you keep You really going, don't you find out what you're interested in, you study it, you like you divert you pivot you keep going and then at some point if something clicks for you and you're like haha you could be 80 that's amazing yeah and one of them was just like sitting there was like (coughs) you just understand life like in a really like existential way and I was like no I don't but I was like this is the one of the few things that I've had to realize and I was like and I didn't know it when I was your age and I put so much pressure on myself because I didn't understand that when I was your age and then it yeah. led to a lot of shit that sucked after. 
Well, I feel like, yeah, no. And also, I feel like we got the same sentiment from people, just not, um, we clearly didn't listen. Or, like, it wasn't apparent enough to us that they were being serious. The adults No one ever told me that ever about my life. I was told that I had to figure out what I was going to be doing. Some people did in my life. I don't remember but like a majority of them were like, you have to get a job, you have to do this, you have to graduate college, you have to I remember figure out what you need. The only person who I feel like was our my high school English teacher who was like, you'll figure mm. it out, and then, which is why I loved her to death. Mm-hmm. Um, well, now, now we're in that situation where we're telling these kids, and I feel like they're believing it more because they're more. That's also a good thing about the internet is that they understand they it see because more it's of the possibilities. yeah. So like the internet is a powerful tool, obviously, yeah, but I just feel like it's it's the social media aspect of it is. Uh, convoluted and like can teach kids otherwise like other things rather than the good things, the things they don't need to know when right. i went to my mom and i went to raise money for mothers against drunk driving at pnc on friday mm-hmm. um talk about like a triggering experience of like being in a mask and then being filled like a stadium that's oh yeah a billion drunk people who are not in a ma- oh my god I, oh, god I can only imagine we left early i was like i can't i can't do this anymore good. um but it was just so interesting to, I don't remember where I was even going with this story. What were we just talking about? <laughs> I really don't remember. You need a vacation, you're burnt out. <laughs> Want to know what the sad part is, though? Like, the year is just starting. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I guess. The year is just starting. <laughs> and now I'm burnt out. Hey, you know, it's Which is fucked up. Anyway, so when you're yeah. facing new experiences, friends, the best thing for you to do, says Brene Brown, is to stop and acknowledge the fact that you're facing a new experience, normalize the fact that you're in a new experience, you don't know what the fuck you're doing, mm-hmm. and then try to see if you can ha- like cope with or handle or grasp one of the things that you're feeling, and give yourself some perspective about the expectations you set. So instead of being like, this is going to happen, it being totally unrealistic and like not plausible... Set realistic expectations and then be kind to yourself. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, maybe be kind to yourself and also figure out what your triggers are. That's, that's all. That's, that's my two cents. And it could be people. I'm just saying. <laughs> In some situations. It could be people. For the longest time, and my that's mother okay. was a trigger and I had no idea. And you know what? That's okay. You kind of mend that relationship. Yeah, and then it gets better. <laughs> that's There's all. There's one other person in my life who is still a trigger that I haven't figured out how to cope with yet. But, and sometimes, you know what? Maybe you don't need that relationship. No, you back away. That's my two cents. <laughs> That's all I got. Go buy yourself something special. Yeah. Treat yourself. All right. Well, next week, we were supposed to talk about something else already. God only knows what is happening. <laughs> we'll figure it out next week. Yeah. So, guys, be kind to yourselves. Be kind to others. Take time for yourself this week. And then maybe have, like, a tiny new experience. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> that, feels, that feels that feels palpable for you. That feels possible for you. I'm like itching just thinking about it. <laughs> well, thanks so much for listening to this episode and we'll talk to you guys next week. Okay, bye.